And we're live. All right. Howdy, howdy. We survived Vegas. We did. Woo. We haven't stopped since. Nope. We actually haven't stopped. No, since. we haven't. Not partying, but just like doing other <laughs> stuff. It's been nonstop action, just like Vegas. Woohoo. So. Did you, have, did you have a good time in Vegas? Yes, I did. At a really good time. We got to meet all our cool internet friends in real person. Yeah. In real life, real person. Real it's life. cool that we keep meeting new ones. I know. So it's not like just the same. I mean, it's awesome to see the... Oh. As everything falls. <laughs> to see the old friends, but now to meet... Meet new friends. Meet the new uh, Monero people. Yeah. And we keep meeting new people every time, which is really cool. Yeah. We so had, we have a lot of friends. We had some good. Special. I feel like we had some good personal moments too with the, with the Monero people, right? Yeah. Like our, our dinners. <clears throat> yeah. The they bar. We, should we tell everybody about the I don't bar? Know <laughs> if somebody it's a fun brings time. It up, <laughs> if somebody brings it up, he might be watching. You're right? really proud of him. The federal <laughs> agent might be watching right now. He's probably stalking you. <laughs> Hi. Short you story: A federal agent oh, at the bar we were at fell in love with Sunita was was hitting on her in front of me and basically he was just chatting basically with got out of hand. <laughs> we could jump the gun a little too i love that he was a federal agent that makes it yeah that's pretty that i know that's what you love Monero saying guy yeah. versus the there was some other like joe schmo You're like yeah whatever <laughs> so who do, we, who do we got well we have you douglas tuman and we have me Sunita right now good one, good one. Uh, uh but we have uh for today's show we have um uh unst unstoppable domains oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're gonna come on um i think the founder brad cam is gonna be joining us i love shortly. that name unstoppable domains I know. sums it up pretty well so i guess we'll get into that see what it's all about because they recently were added to cake yes which is awesome We'll get into that when they're on. And who else we got? Well, uh, I know we have so our, many guests. Yeah, we have so <laughs> many guests in our audience. We have uh, they're waiting backstage. Um, Rotten Wheel. Oh, we hung out with him over Rotten there. Rotten Wheel. It was pretty fun. Lots we, of fun. We love Rotten Wheel. He's you know he's he sucks on the internet. You know he's, <laughs> he's a real he's a real jerk on the internet. But a real life, he's, he's a cool dude. He's a cool dude. Just a nice guy. Uh, we have CM. I don't know who that is. Waiting. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't like know. Yeah, there's always at least one of those. Keep it in suspense. <laughs> um, all right. Let's, uh, I guess, bring. Uh... Let's bring Rotten on for a sec. Okay. Hi. Hi. I. I <laughs> I really appreciate the the kind words about me being a total jerk on the internet. I I I truthfully admit to those charges. I plead guilty and I will pay jail time if you choose to. <laughs> I like to believe you don't you don't necessarily really believe what you say on the internet. It's, it's no it's, no no. It's a character. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's like a persona. It's like I suffer from multiple personalities. So whenever I am behind a keyboard, I'm just a beast. But whenever I go in mid space, as you pointed out, it's just different. Yeah. And and in the cryptocurrency space, it's not hard or it's not strange to find people like me. 
you you're going to find more than often that is the case the the troll that bashes on everybody and it's just rowdy every everywhere tends to be just just a kind person and just a cool people a cool person to hang out with in person yeah and it's you know it's good to have those extreme dynamics in the community as well right i, th I think even gianic would agree that's part of the, the <laughs> narrow immune system right Keep, keeps everybody on their toes keeps everybody uh, yeah yeah but, but ecosystem. <laughs> i do agree we had such a great time and and it was special we we had dinner pool whatever else it, it was nice it, it's always great to hang out with monero people yeah yeah definitely. we had a great time we had such a great time we we met seth in yeah, person we yeah Cool. So, since blown up since uh, i know since, <laughs> super cool i hope he yeah. remembers us i hope he like <laughs> still comes on our show and stuff <laughs> oh my god yeah so so did i it's great that uh, jack know, follow yeah. him yeah. yeah jack from from twitter ceo you know twitter jack uh basically commented yeah not only did he follow him but he re he, he uh you know, he commented on his commented. comment. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. Super cool. I mean, you have to assume that Jack now. Well, you have to assume he was already aware of Monero, right? Although I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I talked to so many people at DefCon that just had yet to hear of Monero, which just blows oh, my mind. It, it, it happens mostly in DefCon or for DefCon because uh, at the end of the day, infosec, uh, which is ironic. I mean, I don't, I don't really get, but but. I don't really get the why, but mostly uh, infosec or cybersecurity people uh, disregard or down talk cryptocurrencies in general. So even if, if you say, yeah, but Monero is digital cash, it's fungible, it's private, yada, 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 they still are like, eh, I'll pass on that. <laughs> yeah, why do they disregard crypto in general? Obviously, uh, that's becoming less and less, but what was like the I, I presume it depends on, on the individual, of course. If I make any generalization, it's like, but, but generally, it's, generally speaking, it's due to the fact that they believe it's just a Ponzi scheme or it's a pump and dump or it's not going anywhere or there is no future ground for cryptocurrencies. They just outright uh, down talk it. And it comes from just... Um, I think volunteering or volunteer or on purpose a naivety, if that makes any sense. They just right. haven't dived into enough for them to be like, oh yeah, that's great. But on the flip side, I have met more than a couple of guys that are either studying cybersecurity or in the cybersecurity field. And more often than not, they are more prone to love Monero than prone to love other cryptocurrencies, precisely because it's a true private one and also because they keep hearing that Monero is the one that they that the attackers, the ransomware demands uh, come from, or that they ask for Monero, they don't ask for Bitcoin, they don't ask for Litecoin or whatever. Or if the the hackers do ask for cryptocurrencies and they ask for Bitcoin, let's say they leave a note like you get the Bitcoin, but you exchange it in Monero and then send us the Monero, which happened already once. And he left a precedent. Yeah, we had we interviewed that. Were you there for that talk? Uh, uh, no, I don't think so. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't get in most of the days because I was the outlaw that didn't get the box. Right, right, right. right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all actually. Um, yeah, but, yeah, we interviewed him. We'll be putting that up in a few days. Uh, but it was awesome, awesome talk. I mean, this guy used to work for 
the CIA. I mean, he's a really interesting dude. Yeah. And yeah, it, it, one of the points that he brought up was that he thinks there's going to be a trend towards Monero. He thinks the requests, uh, the ransomware request amounts are going to go down is his prediction. More people will be attacked. Um, but the, the amounts requested he thinks will go down and then that will push people into uh, requesting for Monero, right? Since there, there won't be that liquidity issue. People aren't asking for, you know, 50 million, but are asking for whatever, maybe, you know, much smaller amounts, which I thought was interesting. And he had some reasoning as to why. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Cool. I, I, and at the end of the day, precisely because of liquidity that you point out is the reason that the hackers are like, go ahead and purchase the Bitcoin, but do send us the Monero. You figure it out, you exchange it on these, I don't know, swapping platform, but you get us the Monero, not the Bitcoin, because it's a liability. They don't, at the end of the day, most uh, hacking incidents, they go ahead and, and coin join or mix those coins in centralized tumblers instead of using things like Samurai or whatever that are coordinated, but they're blind. And and they're uh, more effective than these centralized tumblers. So, so, so they tend to shoot themselves in the foot. Whereas if they just get the Monero, it's way easier for them. They don't need to go ahead and coin join or use Postmix spending tools. They don't need to do anything. It's more efficient for those fringes, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all, all good points. And like you said, I mean, the, the crowd there, the people that attend DEF CON, um, they they weren't you weren't necessarily big crypto people um, for for years but it seems like people are now getting interest in, into it for those reasons you're saying and really mostly like you said because they see utility in monero it's actually it actually does something beyond um, for, for years but it's speculation while well, i'm getting the no, I was there. checking something so they see it as something <laughs> they see it as a tool that's actually usable for for a use case beyond speculation which i think is why they're taking interest in it yeah, slowly but surely. Uh, it's just slow but steadily. We we cannot do anything else. Uh, Protocol-wise, it's great. And we've been iterating for the past few years. Uh, recently, uh, we, we just hung out hung out with him, with just, the other Justin, the cooler Justin, sorry. <laughs> and yeah, and he, he found the bug. They're both equally cool. Yes, they're they both, they're, the coolness is fungible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, he found a, bo a, bo a bug with the decoy, whatever algorithm process yeah, with, the, with the Monero wallets. And he's working heavily because I was just lurking. You know that I always lurk everywhere. No. Uh, last night, <laughs> last night he was hanging out in the Monero dev uh, channel. And he's he's been trying to figure it out and, and come out with the best uh, solution uh, for this bug. Uh, but it's it's pretty minor. It's like just one or two percent uh, people are affected by it. And as long as you wait at least one hour to spend for now, then you you should be safe. But still, it's hard for you to be targeted and to be like I don't know uh, traceable or whatever. Uh, it's not going to. It's unlikely for you to happen if you're just a regular individual. And that yeah, that's definitely. one of. That's one of the best, sorry, that's one of the best selling points for Monero that uh, it keeps changing, it keeps iterating, it doesn't get a stock like, oh yeah, we need to ostracize uh, on chain and that's it. Too is it's, it's, it's attracting uh, developers to, to work on it. I mean, this guy wasn't working on it until, you know, he, I think 
we talked about it. We, we interviewed him. I mean, obviously he knew about Monero, but now he's like into Monero, you know, and he, he, fa he found this bug. And as he went down the, the rabbit hole, it seems like he's now more interested in Monero and now is going to actively work on it. So for me, that was exciting to see as well. Yeah, and he's a good person. He 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 also doesn't doesn't take the trolling that seriously, so he's great. <laughs> a piece of my microphone. Just, I know it's like what just fell. My drink. Oh my god! Good thing I noticed. I would oh I would have choked on there. <laughs> so uh, we should. And uh, he's gone. <laughs> we should get we should get Brad up here, right? Brad, yes, we do. Yeah. 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 All right. We're gonna add you. How's it going, Brad? How's it going, Brad? Sorry to make you wait, but we think we're like a real podcast now, so we uh, do things like this. No worries. I like the vibe. It looks, it looks fun over there. <laughs> How's it's it going, man? Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. Of course. So uh, you, want, you want to quickly introduce yourself in Unstoppable Domains? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so my name is Brad. I'm one of the co-founders in Unstoppable Domains. Uh, we build domains on blockchains. Domains are NFTs. They are stored in your wallet, and uh, you're the only one who controls them. So no one else can move them around uh, other than you. There's no renewal fees, so you own them forever. Uh, very different than a traditional domain where you got to pay yearly and GoDaddy's your custodian. So it's just like storing your own money, uh, storing your own domains, uh, and they're used for a bunch of a bunch more things than a traditional domain would. You can uh, receive money to it. You can receive any cryptocurrency, um, Bitcoin, ETH, Monero, all of your cryptocurrencies all to one domain name. Uh, you can host a decentralized website with it. I've got a website up right now at brad.crypto. Uh, and in the future, you're going to be able to use it to, to log in on the internet in a way where, where you control it. So this is all about user control, user control of data, uh, creating an internet where uh, users decide and users have control over the information rather than apps. And so users are the one giving apps permission instead of apps giving you permission. So many questions yeah. coming into my head as, as you're talking. It's, I mean, it's, these are, this is one of those things that you know is going to be a utility in this ecosystem. If, if not unstoppable domains, I mean, hopefully it is, it will be something. I mean, it's, it's kind of seems like an inevitable uh, tool that will, that will come about. There's been other attempts at this, right? There's been other projects that have attempted it and I guess are currently attempting it as well. Yeah, I mean, going all the way back to, to Namecoin, I think that was probably the first, uh, right. the first example. Yeah, super early on in the- It was like literally the first altcoin, right, essentially? Yeah, so super yeah. early on in crypto history, this idea of naming being important. Uh, I was having conversations with, uh, with my co-founder about this in like 2013, 2014. I think the challenge historically uh, for all of these assets that are not currencies uh, has been- uh, platforms and post smart contract platforms, uh, post Ethereum getting to ubiquity, that made it a lot easier. So like, for example, Brave Browsers supports uh, resolution of domain names. You can type in brad.crypto inside of Brave Browser right now. Uh, you can check out my website. You can check out my little NFT gallery. Uh, that works without any kind of plugins or anything like that. And part of the reason why it was easy for them to do that is because they already had Ethereum support. And this is kind of like this has been kind of like the key unlock uh, for this whole NFT category, which is they're all on the same platform. And so all these apps start supporting it. Marketplaces, browsers, wallets, all the kind of stuff you would need. Um, and that's why it's been so tough for a lot of uh, for a lot of other 
other attempts that were just kind of off on their own on their own blockchain somewhere. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a killer app for Ethereum. It's like a real real use case here. Um, go ahead, you're gonna say something. I was just gonna say that like the thing that people uh, the thing that hasn't really happened in crypto yet, which is a real shame, is that you have all these silos. Like you have you have all of these, all of these blockchains that don't connect together. And there's really no reason why they shouldn't. And I think the domain name can help do that. So you can point an Ethereum asset to a Litecoin address and to a Monero address, et cetera. You get this sort of interoperability. Like we try to integrate with every single cryptocurrency, every single crypto wallet. Um, it's supposed to be a universal, a universal tool. Uh, and there's a big opportunity there if that actually works, because it means that everybody can interact with each other uh, in a much easier way. Yeah. How about Yat? It was Yat essentially doing the same thing, but you know, with uh, icons being your your domain name. Maybe but they're going to get is there. The goal the same? The essentially the goal there. Maybe they're going to get there eventually. They have these like subdomains, um, so it's like not. It's actually like a centralized thing. It's like a traditional domain name that can still be taken away by. Right. The, I think they intend on being decentralized eventually, right? Like being on Tari or something, right? Yeah, I think yes. so. I would consider that to be a subset of the naming space. So, for example, we could launch emojis, and we might. Uh, but it's just oh, one. Oh boy! Are you <laughs> announcing it here on the on the show? <laughs> honestly, honestly, we haven't we haven't done it because we think it's a great way for people to lose money. Like, what if you mm. tell me a smiley face, poopy, whatever, and something else, and I send to the wrong smiley face? Now I've lost ten thousand dollars. So, like from yeah. a practical perspective, it's not how Venmo works. We're trying to we're trying to build a decentralized Venmo. Um, so you have a name that I can just say to you, and I can go and find it. Uh, emojis aren't that, so it wouldn't be my first choice for for receiving money. But who knows? Maybe maybe, maybe our users will get excited about it too. Yeah, well, uh, I think I think the approach you're taking is you know a faster far, faster route towards obtaining act, actual kind of network effect in the space. And then, like you said, you could always add things like. Uh, you know, emojis and things like that that essentially do that as well. But your the race is really to see you know, of adoption of and who is actually you can onboard to to this protocol. Obviously, um, so how, how are you guys doing in that? I mean, I, so Cake obviously added it, so that's really cool. We tr I tried it, uh, so you could go to Cake Wallet and putting an address instead of you know pasting in a long key or whatever it is. You could type in uh, what was Monero.crypto, I believe, is yeah. the one, and so that's the essentially the the address for the dev fund, and you can send Monero to that. And it Cake Wallet, well, as you type it in, Monero.crypto, Cake Wallet detects it and says this is a you know an address, and it lets you send it. So that, that is that is very cool. Uh, Cake adopted. Are you guys seeing other adoption elsewhere? Yeah, so there's about 1.2 million domains that have been registered since we've been in. We've been doing this since March of 2019. Um, a lot of application support kind of across uh, across a lot of categories, but uh, some of the biggest wallets would be Blockchain.com, uh, Coinbase Wallet, Trust Wallet, uh, several exchanges. There's about 60 wallets and exchanges in total, um, and then and then a couple of browsers, Brave Browser and Opera Browser. Which, by the way, that's the first time that any non-DNS domain name system has ever been supported uh, in major browsers without any kind of weird plugins or any of that stuff. It just works. Um, Cloudflare built a resolver for, uh, for for blockchain domains, so I think we've this wave uh, has gotten a lot further 
than uh, than prior waves. Uh, there's still a long way to go. Like there's still you know it's still probably only a few hundred thousand you know crypto users um, that are actively using this stuff out of a couple hundred million. So there's a huge room for growth just inside of the the crypto world. Um, but to kind of talk about cake, if that's all right, the reason yeah. why I think this is uh, this is actually pretty pretty unique is it is a public name to a private address. Mm-hmm. Like this is much much closer to uh, a decentralized Venmo. In the Venmo context, you of course Venmo can see all your transactions, which sucks. But they have a setting which makes it so not everyone can see it. Um, you can hide you know you can hide it to only you know private or only your friends. Bitcoin and Ethereum don't have those settings. So yeah, if, I send, if I send if I send those currencies, then yeah, there is some there is some level of tracking, so uh, some visibility to others. And so this is actually uh, this is a pretty powerful feature. And the reason why it's better than Venmo is is that same username, uh, seventy apps, and in the future, seven thousand apps. So you control your username, same username. We don't need to use the same app. So, like you said, other than Cake, I mean, uh, are, are there other wallets that are trying to now go in this direction and, and be the Venmo? Yeah, if you check their sorry, if you check their website, there is a, a bunch of other wallets that have adopted it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that the website says, of course. <laughs> uh, but I, I got a couple of questions for for him, if you don't mind me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Wait, uh, give, give, uh, let him, let's finish this this thread here, though. So yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, that, I guess that's interesting. So there's going to kind of be a race to be the Venmo of, of crypto using this, this tech, it seems like, right? And there's a couple of people I imagine working on this. I think it's every wallet. I think every wallet is trying, every wallet is essentially, is essentially a, a decentralized Venmo. It's just that you need, you need two pieces. You need uh, a currency and you need a username. And so we're just providing what I think has been a missing piece mm-hmm. uh, for wallets is that right. this, part, this part is hard. Like, what if I have 20 addresses? What if I'm using 20 wallets? Uh, it's going to be very difficult. What if I just want greater assurance that I didn't type in the address wrong? Uh, so if you tell me your name, I'm going to feel much more confident that when I see that little check mark that it goes in and finds the address that I'm actually sending to the right person. I'm getting some sort of feedback. Like this idea of you just send to a, to a, to a dark void, that's crypto introduced that. That's not how people are doing it in Web2. So it's actually like a it's 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 a scary experience for people. And no, no, definitely. That was I mean, I, I, I remember it to this day, you know, the first time you're sending to an address and it's just like, oh my God. It's scary. If I, if I get one letter <laughs> wrong. I know. You're still to this day. I'm like, just send a, one cent. I'll just send a cent. You're like three times in a row, like, all right, I'm ready to actually send some value. Yeah, um, yeah no, things are definitely moving in, in this direction. It's it's cool that you guys are are doing this. Do you have any data on how many people then are actively, you know, putting these addresses into wallets? Because it's, I guess, it calls upon the product. Like, is that seen? Do you guys have data on that? Yeah, I believe around ten percent of domains have addresses attached, and this is kind of actually what you would expect from you know traditional domain name world too. There's about eighty to ninety percent of domain names that are just being stored. Uh, sometimes people are. You buy a bunch, you buy a few for you know, business ideas you have, you buy your family names, you, maybe you use a small number of the total that you own. We see people buy lots, like domains are NFTs, they're collectibles, they're tradable. Uh, people are buying and, and reselling them as well. So you, you see people buy lots. So, but is there data on 
on how often, um, you know, let's say I, I go on cake and I, I put in Monero.crypto. Is that, is that seen in the protocol? Do you guys? Lookups are not something that are easy to track. Um, you know, it's, it's theoretically, it's theoretically possible to do it if you're using some sort of a third party API provider. So we can see stuff you know, inside of a couple of different apps. Uh, but across the board, that's part of, it's kind of a, it's a, it's a positive feature for the user. Maybe it's a, it's a negative feature for us. Cause we don't get to, we don't get as, as good data. Yeah. Um, but the user probably prefers that. Um, yeah, yeah, no, especially Monero community. Right. So, you know, I'm just thinking along these lines. Uh, right. Yep. Yeah. There's no way, um, because you can just do, all you're doing is do all the wallets doing is doing a read of the blockchain. So, um, they might know how many times that they, uh, that they did that, but I don't see how that can be seen outside of that. Okay. Interesting. Rotten, you want to ask some questions? Sure, sure. Um, to to bring up back the what what you said about Jad, I I believe Jad is about the same as as Brad is saying. It's just that instead of being a domain like letters, it's just emojis. So there is a private address behind the emojis, and yes, it's it's supposedly going to be uh, based on on Terry whenever Mainnet launches. So far, it's just testnet. Uh, so it's interesting to see yet another alternative. Uh, I, my my main question can be merged into a single one. I just keep noticing the same uh, kind of approach or the same kind of target audience uh, with unstoppable domains and uh, JAD. And also, I don't know if Brad has ever heard of Open Alias. Uh, it's about the same. Open Alias is kind of the, the, the same approach, the same thing. Um, so my understanding, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you're launching or you've been working on this service, the service which looks great, uh, that is kind of Open Alias pretty much, but also it sells, it provides the community the opportunity to purchase actual crypto domains, right? So you can fetch a dot Bitcoin or whatever. Uh, can you also host websites with those domains or they're exclusively, okay, you're already noted, so that's answered. Uh, so they're not only for kind of bringing an alias to your uh, cryptocurrency addresses, they are also actual domains that you can host websites with. That's great. Um, how, do, how would you compare your service with these other two alternatives? Uh, with Jack, we, we know that it's not really functioning yet, we're hopeful that it's going to be launched sometime soon. With Open Alias, how do you compare uh, Unstoppable Domains with Open Alias? And of course, you may be biased and you may say that Unstoppable Domains is better, but why? So the whole thing here is about user control. So each domain name is an NFT stored inside of the user's wallet. The user controls that. Unstoppable Domains does not control that. Unstoppable Domains cannot make any updates to it. There is no renewal fees or anything like that. There is no way for that user uh, to lose that asset unless they lose their private key. Um, that is the security model that we're trying to introduce into this concept of a, a decentralized ID that I can receive money to and display my content, et cetera. So uh, maybe yeah, it's gonna do that in the future. That's great. Um, doesn't work that way currently. Uh, and open alias doesn't work that way currently either from what I understand. So in, in both of those cases, there's a registrar somewhere that can uh, make updates, that could uh, update records. So if you're thinking about the security of sending cryptocurrency, uh, there is some risk that a registrar can be hacked 
and that addresses uh, or other information can be updated. And GoDaddy gets hacked. Uh, uh, there's been a couple, there was a couple of pretty big ones. Uh, there was a social engineering hack towards the end of last year. Um, so that's kind of the, the, the security risk. And so what, what has gotten our users excited about this, the reason why there's been uh, such demand for uh, domain names as NFTs is because the user is, is completely in control of this asset and doesn't need to worry uh, about any of these third party providers, not even unstoppable domains. If we were to go out of business, even that doesn't matter. You still, you still store your domain name and control it. Right, right, right. Uh, I don't follow NFTs or, or Ethereum. It's of course my personal preference, no hard feels. Uh, does that mean that, uh, in backstage, uh, unstoppable domains is at any point related to Ethereum or handles uh, any Ethereum stuff to, to, you know, to mint those NFTs when they're generated or not? Yeah, an NFT is just a very broad term. It's just anything that's not a currency, um, of which domain names fit in that category. Our domain names are built and launched on Ethereum. So these are a suite of smart contracts on Ethereum. Each individual domain name is stored in your Ethereum wallet, and then you're able to point it to uh, any blockchain, any cryptocurrency that you want, uh, any decentralized storage network that you want. Uh, we're this layer that kind of connects all of these things, all, all these things together. Uh, but the reason that uh, the reason it's on Ethereum is because that's what the app support. So that's what enables uh, the right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, I have no hard feels. I am aware that neither Bitcoin nor Monero offer smart contracts the way Ethereum does. So, uh, and whether I like it or not, it's it's just beyond the point. Um, so, so at the end of the day, you would say that unstoppable domains it offers an actual domain. Uh, do you have any partnership with any specific registrar or you roll your own or who handles the registration of the domains? Yeah. Unstoppabledomains.com is a registrar, essentially not a, it's, oh, nice. it's more like a DAP. Um, it's not really a registrar in the sense that it doesn't, uh, custody your domains for you or anything like that, you, but you can so shop. It's a, it's an e-commerce store where you can buy domains. Uh, and then also where you can find all the apps that you can use your domains with. And so that's the, that's the idea of it. I think there will probably be more registrars in the future. There's a couple of uh, wallets that offer domain names for sale. Uh, my ether wallet is one, uh, but we've mostly been doing it directly. It's because we've built out this, you know, all these different management tools. So it's easy to just like copy and paste a Monero address and, you know, click a couple of buttons and then it associates that address with the, with the domain. There's a little website tools and things like that. So mostly for like, from like a user experience uh, perspective, it's been easier to just send people to our website for now. Mm, I'm pardon my ignorance. Uh, do I need to pay some money to acquire those uh, unstoppable domains or no? Yeah, I assume domain, I do. Yeah, domains start at 20 bucks. Um, there's been domain sales all the way up to a hundred thousand bucks. Jesus, oh, it's, wow. it's, pretty, it's pretty much like that, but, you, but imagine instead of paying a hundred, whatever thousand dollars, you're paying whatever much, however much for just a string of emojis, which seem, seem nonsensical to me, but, but yeah, it's, it's nice. <laughs> yeah, well, so it, it's very, if you get the kind of influencer crowd behind something when, you know, when the crypto market is hot, like you can, you can, you can do sales, but uh, there's a lot more pieces to this. So, you know, it's, yeah. It's, it's taken years to build out to build out an ecosystem of integrations to you know, get this in front of uh, what's essentially you know almost almost it's um, tens of millions of crypto users at this point um, can can access domains right now today. So like 
that that's the hard part, the ecosystem, um, because it requires uh, deep alignment. Like somebody actually needs to, somebody on a product team somewhere needs to believe that this feature is good for their users. It can't just be a marketing campaign because you actually got to do an integration. You actually got to go read the blockchain uh, and resolve it. We, we yeah. had our Monero talk in Monerotopia.crypto domains. Thank you. Nice, nice. Yeah. We're, we didn't hook them up yet. So there, there's two steps, right? So you have to buy the domain. Um, and then what can you explain the, the second step to for you to actually activate the domain? Yeah, so, claim. so we enable you to buy and claim later if you're not ready to claim at this moment, but you can also just claim immediately. And all, all that means is, is that uh, we're minting the domain name and sending it to you. Um, domain names and NFT, so we're just minting it, sending it to your wallet. Uh, and then once it's in your wallet, you can make updates. And the updates that people are making are uh, add your crypto addresses and then uh, add your decentralized website. And what you're doing there is you're doing a transaction. You're uh, copy and pasting the information, sign a message with the private key, um, write that information to the blockchain. Um, so, so to actually claim it, I mean, obviously you have to download download a, a wallet, right? And then you're sending it off to yourself, essentially? Yeah. Very cool. So we haven't done the claiming part. Uh, we'll definitely add a Monero address associated with it for each. Uh, I'm thinking now maybe, maybe we will make a website. So what would be the easiest way to launch a website with it? So like we, we have a Monero talk uh, .live website where we host things about our podcast. We have um, Gratuitous where we sell our coffee and you can tip the farmers. Nice. So what would, yeah, what would be involved in making, you know, launching, uh, directing uh, domains to those websites? So people are building IPFS websites right now, and this is pretty early tech, but the idea is that it's kind of like BitTorrent where there's a whole bunch of different computers uh, all around the world, all storing a copy of your website content. So therefore it's, it essentially can't be taken down. And then you're pointing your IPFS website to your domain name. That's what makes it fully decentralized that you have your, this domain name that you control, then you have your content not on Amazon Web Services or somewhere else. The problem with all of that is that those tools aren't very good. So we've got some really simple templates, like a profile page and things like that. But if you want something good, uh, it's front end only, like the databases don't work very well. And uh, you probably just need somebody who knows how to deploy to IPFS. It's not super hard, um, but it's, it's probably best if somebody's played around with it before uh, okay. or, we can help, or we can help. Cool. I'm sure Sunita and I will just figure it out. On <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. We do not have those skills. No. <laughs> no, no, maybe we're not. We're not giving it. You know, close we'll be reaching luck. out to your support. We're, we're focused <laughs> on other things. Uh, there's another question in the chat. Actually, I don't know if this is old or not, but uh, since you said that you can send uh, crypto to different crypto addresses, does that mean that someone having your unstoppable domain can now link your cross-chain address and view your funds? It can. Um, and so that can be a reason to uh, use multiple domains for that, or it can be a reason to set up schemes where you have rotating, where you have uh, rotating addresses. Um, in general, this kind of stuff is all possible and, and doable, um, but it's hard to get from the integration perspective, it's hard to get uh, apps to support some of these more complex, um, complex setups. Um, so really one of the best ways to, to have uh, the name plus plus privacy 
right now is is Monero is um, is what Cakewell did. So like that's part of the reason why we're we're super excited about it. Uh, but in, but just if you to give you a sense of kind of where it's going, it's going to like one time use uh, one time use addresses where you like create an address um, for each transaction. Yeah, it's a good question. Good question. Though. Yeah. Um, so do you think we get to the point where you know just through Cake itself? you can create an unstoppable domain name and associate it with a uh, Monero address, like in the wallet native, you know, essentially feels like you're just in cake and you click totally. a button you select a name and just happens magically. So that's like our, that's our, that's our dream. Uh, there's, there's several wallets that are, that are working on something similar right now. Um, so we should talk. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I'm sure Cake Cake would love to do that 100%, especially if it looks like it's getting some traction. And we'll we'll certainly help in that in that effort. We should mention too that with the Monero.crypto address that you that um, you created with Cake, uh, you guys I think are matching whatever people donate or something. Yeah, I think we're matching up to 5k and. Um... So everybody, everybody, you want to support the Monero, Monero core devs, uh, Monero.crypto, you can send. Um, that's all you, that's all you need to know inside of Cake Wallet. That's, that's really going, up. that's going to general fund, right? Yeah. Okay. Noted. <laughs> yeah. Everybody should do it. You know, you should just send a dollar. It's just fun to send Monero anyway. Just transact. <laughs> Dog, but I don't have any Monero. I don't know what Monero is. You know where it is. You don't even know what it is. Very, very yeah. unfortunate. <laughs> Uh, with that being said, we want to say that thanks to Cake Wallet because they sponsor the show. Oh, of course. And we really, really, really appreciate it. Yeah, I think we've basically been saying it without yeah. saying it. Cake, but we, cake, but we cake. have to. <laughs> well, we don't have to. I mean, we don't have to. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> it's already known. <laughs> and Vic sponsored in a big way, you know, the, the part. He basically yes. sponsored the, the Monero the part. Yeah. Which is awesome. Anybody wants to jump on, talk about anything DEF CON related that was there. Uh, there's a party or whatever jump on that's you know monerotope is all about that reminder right anybody that wants to come on stage just jump on and please do have a conversation if you just want to jump on and say hello please do hey and i and i think the community needs spaces like these so i appreciate you both for doing monerotopia uh because because you know monero meet is more nerdy it's just justin and his car <laughs> just just talk about geeky stuff yeah, so we need we need more laid back hangout. Like, yeah, you're getting drunk over there in New York. I'm getting drunk here in Bermuda Triangle. So it's it's, it's fun here, you know. We're, we're not all devs, you know. We we need some normie speak, you know. We need to. Sunita and I are, are the bridge to, you know, to to crypto noobs. I think. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, you definitely you definitely need this in the space. I had another question. Oh yeah, we were thinking of. So gratuitous, it's, you can, I don't know if you know the whole, the whole spiel, but you, you could, you could send tips to farmers. So right now we sell coffee and you can tip farmers in Guatemala. So we were thinking of creating a unique, uh, unstoppable domain for each gratuitous product, essentially for each farm that we add. So right now we have one, so I don't know, maybe it'd be like San Rafael. I don't know. We have to come up with obviously with short, short names. Um, yeah, we're we're thinking of doing that, and then we'll promote that, you know, on on the bag or whatever. So in addition to the barcode or whatever, it could be you know, or just send a tip to and the name. So we're gonna do that just so you know. So it's awesome. It is as, as a as a customer, we're thinking this could be useful to us. So 
that should be exciting for you. That's 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 awesome. We'll get you whatever whatever those domains. We'll get you uh, we'll get you one for each farm for sure. Awesome, man. Be awesome, yeah. Cool. That'd be pretty useful. Anything else you want to bring up? I think I think we uh, picked your brain pretty well. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, I think the the my my summary is just that this 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 use case makes a lot of sense. I hope uh, I, I hope the community. Uh, sees that this is sort of a this is sort of an unusual opportunity um, to connect in with something that yes it's ethereum based that may be uh, that may be quite different from what the community normally looks at but we are technology agnostic like we are we believe that there's all kinds of different technologies that are going to be valuable uh, and we just want to be this connectivity layer um, and in particular, Sending money to a private to a private sending private payment to a public name is just uh, it's just how it should work. So I hope everybody goes and tries it. Uh, you can follow along with what's up with us at uh, at Unstoppable Web on Twitter, or just check it out at UnstoppableDomains.com and uh, make sure and donate to to Monero.crypto. Awesome, man! Exciting stuff. Thanks for uh, yeah. Thanks for yeah, thanks for jumping with on. Cake. Yeah. It was super cool. Yeah, yeah. Great to meet everybody. Awesome, man. Same here. Cool. Thanks so much for coming on. Ciao. You can you can stay. Yeah, you can stay you in chat. We're not, we're not kicking you. We're not kicking. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got other uh, interviews. We just feel bad sometimes because some people yeah. like need to leave and they just want you know. He's got like, other YouTube shoes. Yeah, shows you're busy. Up. You're busy. You're busy, lad. I do actually. I do actually. <laughs> um, but but um, but I, I do really appreciate it. Thank you for the good. Uh, thank you for the good questions, Rod. And I can see I can see that you really you, know, you really care about the tech. So thanks for uh, thanks for that. Oh yeah, well, well, these two other characters can tell you about how nerdy I can get. So, so it's all good. I, I, I wish you only the best. <laughs> and I wish I were, I wish I were drinking with you guys. I see, I've seen like what looks like two or three different, different things. Uh, <laughs> We've been hiding. Now we're mezcal. Yeah, we had mezcal, but and then that this finished. Is just, uh, a yogurt drink. Fresh berries blended. <laughs> and then oh, then then seltzer water. Yeah, we're just all wow. about hydration we're over we're here in different aspects. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting mix, but it works. <laughs> and then it's really hot here in New York yeah, too, so hot, we're like super muggy. Yeah, it's very muggy. Like yeah. Vegas is hot, it's like you're in an oven, but New York is the muggy whole other it's level. Like, like walking in soup. Mm. But yeah. Thanks again. Right, thank you, <laughs> Thanks, Thanks so much out. for coming on. Take have care. Bye. Have a good night. Uh, so yeah. Does anybody else want to jump on? Um, I sent the link to people. Yeah, you guys want to jump yeah, on, like say hello. 11 people watching. Whoa. They're watching live. It's a lot. I mean, we had a lot more at one point. Yeah, we did. And then it kind of, uh, well, it went up to like 15. So that, that's not bad. Did Unstoppable Domains like tweet us out? Uh, yes, they did on uh, Twitter. Oh, gosh. Twitter. So you think we would have had more of that? Well, the thing is also, it depends on time difference, right? Because yeah. right now we did it at, what, 7.30 p.m.? EDT. Yeah. I mean, I guess the West Coast is really like those are the only people that kind of like Who would, would watch. Tune into the show, right? But then, <laughs> <laughs> but then also like you're yeah, everyone's like sleeping. So I, I thought this know. was a great episode, actually. It was. Yeah. Very informative. Robin, what do you think? You think we're doing a good job? That that was that was cool, right? Yeah. No. I I mean, I I kind of let the cat out of the bag. Of course, I have my personal bias. I I personally I personally don't don't like NFTs or Ethereum. Uh, but but I can see how his business model or their business model 
uh, can can indeed get some grab some of the market and they're offering something that seems I don't know legit they're they're offering actual uh, crypto domains crypto related domains so yeah it, it seems cool uh, and I, I I am happy that I could get a, um, feedback from him on Jad and open alias which as I said it's just pretty much the same uh, let's see how it pans out for them it's cool idea yeah no hard feels. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what I think? Like, um, we have we have yet. I'm not suggesting we do, but we have yet to talk about the fluffy pony thing. Like, oh well, we, oh, we may. Oh my goodness, Just, that's right. Yeah. Right, because what was our well? Last because it happened time? right before. No, it happened right before we went to Vegas. Yeah, so that, it was just yeah, like yeah. Not... I didn't ask Arctic Mine on air. No, I talked to him about it offline. Um, and you talked to me about oh, about you talked to me about it offline too a little bit. We had a brief chat, a, a brief chat about it. It's, yeah, I guess my point is it's kind of cool that it's not what we're focused on because there's actually other right productive stuff going things on and happening. Just, so I, I mean, mean, if anybody wants to talk about, talk about it, feel free to jump on, we can chat about it. If not, then it's it's just the three of us. What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> It's um, Seth, if Seth is watching, please come on. Seth, Seth. is busy hanging I, out I with hear Jack. Him, hear <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's, I love you. He's drinking martinis <laughs> with Jack. Pretty cool. <laughs> oh, Seth is cool. He's such I an know. awesome dude. I just hope he doesn't get born out and become a monster. It's no, I don't think thing so. I, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't think he's capable. He's like down to earth. He's yes, level-headed yeah. person. Must <laughs> be uh, Aaron, right? Does it, Aaron, if you're watching? Oh yeah, Aaron. Yeah, uh, that's right. Our, oh, Aaron, Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Hi. Right. <laughs> it's a shame KC or Derek are not here either. Well, but, you I know, know they yeah. worked really hard on that party. Yeah. 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 I think that the the Monerotopia live show was a uh, a success. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm sound, surprised the sound yeah. worked. It was. <laughs> Extremely chaotic in there. Yeah, yeah. booming. I, I I think because of the noise uh, of the of the plays, it, it could have been better. But again, it's it's the live uh, yeah, feature we, of yeah. doing the show. So yeah, it's being at like New Year's Eve. You know, you just want you want to you're like we have the crowd in the background. It was cool. People got yeah. to see that. You know, yeah. a real party was happening. Yeah. Um, and there was some good convo that happened in there between Arctic Mine and the other Justin. So oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's listening on, yeah, to it if definitely. you can. There was some interesting, maybe slightly drunken conversation. <laughs> it was flowing. It was flowing. They were covering but, some interesting topics. Oh, yeah. Th yeah, they got into the zone, and they were just chatting for, yeah. like, I think, like 20 minutes. It's kind of towards cool. the beginning, because I think the show mm -hmm. itself was like an hour and like 40 minutes. Luckily, we, we broke it up before the guy puke in, <laughs> in the corner where we're doing the show that, know, was, that was that was disgusting that was that was that's great. nasty i'm glad that's i didn't funny. see it i'm no. surprised that happened at the party because it didn't seem like people were getting that no all of a sudden yeah because like, yeah like, we were like, chatting like, with geonic right and then all of a sudden a person just comes by stands well sits on the couch and then gets up let's, let's and then just, yeah it. It was, i don't know it was, it's very i guess the sign of a good head. party but Anywho's, I, I guess you didn't talk to KC, but KC was the next day. Like uh, after you had told me about that guy, like who puked in the party? 
Do you know yeah. who you puked? I, 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 and I was like, no, calm down. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> she, she figured it was rotten. That's <laughs> no, no, no way. No way. I mean, I got tipsy, but not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone had a really good Oh, wait, time. and the, the POS system was hacked. Oh, yeah, the, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She, she was that, saying that. That really happened? That's... Yeah, yeah. She, she was saying that it happened. It did happen. Uh, apparently, the the... What happened is that they it stopped working suddenly, so they did the usual let's reboot it, like turn it off and back on. And whenever they turn it back on, it was saying a mess, an error message, whatever. So it was completely broken. I was like, "Oh, right." <laughs> so who was that? Who was that? I, I don't know. I, no, I, I my my assumption yeah. my presumption is that it was somebody from actual Defcon that was out there to see YT Cracker instead of the other DJs, and they are actually into that space, whatever. But nah, I don't know. It's just a speculation. <laughs> Pretty cool that we actually witnessed the hack. Thankfully, it didn't affect <laughs> us. Hopefully, it didn't hope not, have... <laughs> hurt anybody. It's too bad. Uh, but yeah, the the, the railgun uh, people the next morning when we were in the village and we were making them espressos and everybody was hung over. They're like, yeah, he's like, yeah, they're like, that party was great. They're like, we actually, we got a lot of drinks and then when they gave <laughs> us like the bill, they only charged our card like $40. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, like, we had more than they that. Said, yeah. They heard the POS system was hacked. Maybe that That's was pretty hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I have some other minor details, but, you know, I, I shouldn't talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to get myself in trouble because Casey is hard on me whenever she gets mad. She has some temper. <laughs> well, they worked really hard. Like, yeah. yeah. Put, there was chill, a lot of detail right? in like... Yeah, uh, a lot of detail. They had different performers for the music and... No, they had go-go dancers. Yeah. They were wild. I was, I, I just kept <laughs> going there and just laughing at them. Because... Out with them. Yeah, yeah, you were. <laughs> how they were doing, making sure they were they okay. They kept following them <laughs> <all> around. <laughs> with the Monero, oh, wait, the Monero glasses, right? Rotten, somebody's asking, could you talk about Monero? Oh, CCS. Ah, so CCS. I guess they're talking about the, oh. uh, the hardware. Yeah. Wallet, sure, right? sure, sure. Of course. Let, just let me go to the chat and see who it was. <laughs> oh, it depends on who it was? Wow. No, uh, no, no. I'm going to answer. I'm just curious. Give me one second. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can just tell you. I thought it was exciting news, but yeah, we'll let we'll let Rob. Oh, yeah. I, I know. I know who he is. He's just a Brazilian rando. Whatever. Um, <laughs> The CCS. <laughs> the CCS. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's exciting because, I mean, no no hard feels with Michael, but he was working on Castello, and he did ask for funds with the CCS back in 2017 or 2016 or whenever it was, and he pretty much just fell off the earth at this point. He has said that the design is ready, that anybody can work on it, etc. but he has never, like, been able to sell actual devices to anybody. He yeah. has only showcased show or whatever dev kits. And it's been like, I don't know, four, five, six years. And you usually ask the guy, like, are you going to ever sell or are they available? And the answers are just, I, I, I wish he was better. Like, he only speaks about codes and whatever. So he never actually answers the question. And it's, it's just daunting at this point. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a good guy, though. We enjoy no. him. With the no. village, she's uh interesting, interesting dude, really passionate about <laughs> hardware. Yes, he he's is, cool. He's, he came out he to eat with us, right? Yeah, you were there when he came out on the on the last the night. last night. Yeah, yeah, at, at yeah. And I mean, steakhouse. I mean, 
you 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 yes uh and you both uh were there in 2019 when he he pulled off the monero rising uh digital badges yeah, yeah. oh I my god awesome i wore them yeah. this time i love those badges those badges are amazing oh my goodness e yeah. even though the tari people and the who who else was it was and the globy people and i and other volunteers have spent until i don't know like midnight every day uh, putting them together assembling them so the other screws <laughs> could come the next day and just grab them from us <laughs> the badges were awesome i i love the awesome. badges and i appreciate michael uh, again i have i don't hold it against him it's just that it's a ccs that it's kind of covering the other project that he did the ccs and never panned out it's like where is our money or where is our products but whatever uh talking about monerujo um monerujo is, is kind of of delivering an option to have an air gap uh, kind of hardware wallet uh, for Monero, given that we don't have any. And we, we do have some uh, compatibility with, with Trezor and with Ledger, but Ledger is not fully open source. He had a massive data leak uh, where customers' addresses were leaked. Uh, so the Ledger is just like a piece of junk, uh, if, I, if I were to speak to myself for myself and Trezor is great and has been around for years uh, i believe it's if not the first one of the first hardware wallets uh, in the entire ecosystem but the main flaw with Trezor is not that it's not fully open source like ledger but it's that it does not have a secure chip which means that if an attacker gets your Trezor they can get access to your coins if they know what they're doing, spending few bucks on tools and spending like 20 minutes. So they can crack it. There is no secure element. So they're flawed. Uh, naturally, both hardware wallets that Monero has compatibility for. So it's it's not useful. It's not mm -hmm. great. Um, on the other hand, what Monerujo is kind of creating is that Plus, you got to get another a new device for those. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so, so it, it it gives the intel to your attacker or to nefarious actors, and they're like, "Oh, this guy purchased a, a ledger or a treasure, or he owns a treasure or a ledger because he actually has it, and he's getting the access to his coins that way. They can already know that you do have crypto coins, no matter what. Whereas when you're using um, cell phone, a mobile phone, it, it's hard to know because everybody has a, a cell phone. And their main selling point is being like, okay, we're going to work on Monerujo Sidekick um, precisely because there is a lack, there is a market that is demanding for so uh, kind of a safer way to store your Monero. And the way they're kind of, uh, they're trying to deliver these and they already showcase that it actually works. They already have the proof of concept out there. It's in one of the latest tweets from the Monerujo wallet handle on Twitter. Um, the way it works is that you install Monerujo Sidekick on your older device, like from 2015, whatever you use, right. use so you two, phone. two phones. Exactly, right? exactly. And they, they couple both devices, the one that is connected to the internet and the one that is not via Bluetooth. So they change information via Bluetooth and the one that actually makes the connections with the nodes, generates uh, and broadcasts everything, gets it out there from your environment, is the one connected to the internet. The one who signs the transactions 
is the one that is not connected to the internet. So it's useful. Now, if you actually want to splurge some money, there is these Google devices, these Google phones, which is kind of ironic, but we can get to it. These Google Pixel phones that have a secure element. They have the Titan M secure element. So you effectively have a, a kind of a very similar, if not the same, uh, secure environment by purchasing a, a Google Pixel 3a or a Google Pixel 4a. You flash Calyx OS, so you nuke effectively all the Google spyware and the bloatware, and you install your Monerujo. So uh, on both, on the connected to the internet and on the air gap, no SIM card, no Wi-Fi, no anything, airplane mode, but Bluetooth activated. So you can effectively work with Monero uh, using secure elements without having to rely on Castello delivering their wallets, their hardware wallets devices, or without relying on flawed implementations like Trezor or Ledger. It's kind of innovating. And it also, not, not, not to forget to mention that it's always far easier to use a cell phone or a mobile phone instead of using a, a pen drive or a thumb drive or just things like that. It, it's something that has a screen. It's something that you have been using for years. It's something that you're familiar with. It's something that does not raise any suspicion from an attacker. It, it doesn't give off a lot of details of Intel. So it, it's amazing. I'm very excited. Right. Beautiful like shortcut, you know, using the technology that people already have. I've I've thought about, you know, things like Yuba never was able to to fully uh, wrap my head around what it would be. But I mean you I feel like you guys solved it. I mean it, it make it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And for the record, a lot of people give me shade or whatever because I'm a shameless Monerujo uh, shield. I am not in any way or any metric related to the Monerujo project, even though, of course, Andres is part of the team. Uh, I have talked with the developer M2049, whatever, are a couple times. I have like contact lines. Uh, uh, and they also were the first ones. Um, it, this is kind of an exclusive, but of course it was tacit. It was already understood on social media, but since it, it has passed a few months or whatever, Andres can kill me after. But Monerujo, <coughs> Monerujo and Samurai Wallet were the first mobile wallets that did the, the atomic swap on mainnet and on chain between Monero and Bitcoin. It was TDEV and the other, people from, from Samurai along with the Monerujo project. And for me, it's been quite exciting to say the least that the two main wallets that I use for the past few years, both in Bitcoin and Monero, are coming together and working together to bring it uh, to the market. And for me, it was like, yeah, this is amazing because the two people that I most hang out with in the ecosystem now are coupled and they're working together. And I know that you don't use Bitcoin and that's fine. No, no, I don't give you shade for that. But for me, it's even uh, greater when I notice that Samurai Wallet uh, pushes an update. And for instance, uh, I, maybe you haven't used Monerujo, but they have the onboarding screens that Monerujo introduced like one year ago. Samurai mm -hmm. did them like two or three months ago. And I was like, what? You're just doing the same thing that I've been using for one year. So it's amazing. For me, it's great. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Let's not make it too competitive. You know, we, we are <laughs> sponsored by Cake. But I, okay, <laughs> Cake, obviously, I, you know, 
I think he thinks these are good ideas as well. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. to start to yeah. see that happen there. Do you think maybe even it could be, I mean, cause this is a big idea in general, right? So maybe you have this uh, Android essentially hardware wallet and it, mm-hmm. this isn't being done for any other coins. Cause why, why couldn't it be kind of like a multi-coin hardware wallet on your Android? Mm. Um, I, I have grudges that it about communicates it. with you know it communicates with Minerujo, it communicates with Cake, communicates with other right. wallets. Now, I, I I would say it's hard to implement. It's hard to to make it because at the end of the day, each wallet has its own specific code. And beyond that point, I I hold kind of uh, I would say moderate grudges against making wallets that happen to be multi-coin because at the end of the day. Yes, you're just making the experience, the cryptocurrency experience easier for users. I get that. I completely get it. But but like they say, uh, the the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, when you start adding more and more coins to your uh, to your code, it kind of bloats the code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you I mean, need don't get to- me wrong. I'm obviously a purist, so for me, uh, like, oh, I know that you are. <laughs> And like you said, there's less risk there, right? With with what could possibly go wrong. But could it even be that, like, you know, it could communicate with Cake potentially? So you'd have your your private keys stored on your offline Monero, this offline Monero hardware wallet. Uh, it could communicate with Monero It could communicate with Cake. Communicate yeah. with Edge. Like I, or, I would hope that that, that would be by Monero, obviously. Yeah, I, I would hope that that would be feasible, but if you ask me directly, and I'm speaking from a non-dev perspective, mm-hmm. I would I would be saying like no, because because again, it's just a monorujo type of thing. It's it's not something that you can actually right. make compatible with everything else, and and it's on Cake Wallet or it's on Edge or it's on these other wallets that you mentioned. Uh, it's on them to approach Monerujo and be like, we can, we want to uh, work on compatibility. It's not on Monerujo, and Monerujo can be like, yeah, we got the code or we got these pointers. Go ahead and work on that. But, but it's hard to know. It's hard to tell. Uh, my my best uh, kind of wish, even though I love Monerujo and I love this approach, is that Castello would have panned out or somebody else would have. Uh, worked on an isolated, dedicated piece of hardware. Even though I appreciate the Monerujo Psychic, um, I, I'm kind of a fan of hardware wallets, but not Trezor and Ledger. I already <laughs> specified that. And I think I told you both uh, when when we were in Miami, uh, I currently work for, for Bbox02 for Shift Crypto. That That's my hardware wallet uh, bet right now. But but that's kind of getting out of right, topic. I missed that part. You currently what? So uh, uh, that I told you both in Miami, I don't know if you recall or you could hear we all the noise from from that venue that I work for for Shift Crypto for and I that's my bed for hardware wallets. So I, I do appreciate the hardware wallets as long as they're good enough, at least for my criteria. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so wait, uh, is it going to be just Bluetooth or because yes. uh, using QR codes also? Yeah, cool. uh, thus far it's planned to be Bluetooth only. I've been the curmudgeon or the pusher for for making it work with QR codes. 
mainly because I'm familiarized with, with the QR code uh, workflow with other hardware wallets and with Samurai as well for Kahoot. Um, unfortunately, both Serhak and the developer 2049R, whatever, uh, have said that it's not the same uh, weight. It not, it's not the same amount of, of kilobytes uh, per transaction on Monero when compared to Bitcoin, so it wouldn't be doable. But I'm, I'm still hopeful that something can be figured out. If you go and read the CCS that they put out just today, they mentioned that they may work on a 2D, two, two dimensions, whatever that means, uh, way, or if not 2D, uh, some audio, which, which seem like, what are you trying to do? Or what are you uh, hinting here? But they, they mentioned besides the Bluetooth that they may work for 2D solutions or for audio solutions to uh, make this air gap uh, transaction broadcasting. Let's see how it, it pans out at the end of the day. Not sure what they have in mind. You know that devs kept, keep everything private uh, until launching, unless you're like me and you just hang out with them and you should talk with them and you should post with them and they give you a little bit of insight. Um, the, before I forget, um, uh, Saturday 21st, not this Saturday, but the, the other week, uh, we're going to hold a Monero community meeting on Matrix and IRC. And all the CCS ideas uh, are going to be discussed. So I highly encourage everybody to hop on. It happens uh, Saturday 21st, August 21st at 1700 UTC. So 5 p.m. for those that work with 12 hour uh, uh, hours. What platform are you doing that? Uh, it's on Matrix, uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's also on IRC. They both are rela relayed, so whoever hops on IRC, uh, Matrix users see their stuff and vice versa. When is that? August 21st? Uh, yes, yes, yeah. at, at, 50, at 1700, so 5 p.m. Okay. Uh, UTC, UTC, that's the time zone. Right, right, right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, let, let's hope that uh, the community is as welcoming as I am. Uh, of course, I'm biased. Uh, Andres is just my co-host with El Monero, and, and we're good friends generally. Uh, he's, he's Argentinian, and I'm Venezuelan, so we have fun. <laughs> awesome, man. Thanks for coming on today. Thank you so sure. much. I know you're you're quite a controversial figure, but we, we, you know, we're having a we, hard time holding. We love everyone. Them. That's what yeah, we just love, love everyone. So no, gonna, you, you uh, know, for the record, the things you tweeted, most of those things have been exaggerations and and not really what you mean. Correct? Is that correct? No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, some totally. Very. Yeah. Giannik uh, is showing us some things. I mean, we're, we're not going to go through it. I'll, I'll assume uh, <laughs> they were just really, really bad jokes. Yes, yes. I mean, from him, it, it's bad taste. Of course, it, it, gets, it gets to drama, dance, or whatever heavy here. But, but I, the last post that he made, it's just, I, I'm, I'm just disappointed, to say the least, because he's just making it up, and he's just throwing shit at me deliberately. It's, it's the same thing that he pulled off with Diego. He, he just recorded a fucking <laughs> call without their consent and then went ahead and wrote an open letter to general court team. It all seemed targeted. Oh, uh, oh boy, here oh we go. God. Now we're going to have to get Giannik on. I know, we got to get Giannik on. <laughs> I, mean, I, I kind of stated my case with all that. 
you know, I pretty, I pretty much agree with Giannick. Maybe not his his means and methods. Although, I, you know, I think exactly Clubhouse is an open yeah, platform. It's open platform. It's, you know, I mean, no you gotta assume you're gonna there. be recorded. Yeah, there's zero honestly. expectation of privacy. Yeah, yeah. As you were hinting, I just uh, you may agree with Giannick that maybe Diego was acting like a scrub. That there there was no transparency. That there might have been better, I don't know, accountability for him and his work with Monero. And that's something that I may, I, I don't I don't fully agree, but I may understand. What I do not understand and refuse to understand is his approach, is his I am just going to make drama left and right and steer the pot. Right, well, let's because. be yeah, fair. Yeah. You guys you guys are both making drama. Yeah, yeah, you guys both need to tone it down. You guys both we love you it, both. We love down. everyone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're going I, I guess I like guess if, if you want to the nuclear button, it's like the nuclear option. You're, you're only laughing <laughs> like once. If you want to reach a conclusion, is that maybe we're so alike that we just clash because our approach is kind of the same. But again, I, from from <laughs> yeah, these end, we're I, 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 we'll, we'll get him off for his. Yeah, we are. We're, we're the fair. We're the PBS. Yes, we like to we're be the PBS. fair. <laughs> Everyone's allowed Although to come on and have a discussion. Yeah. But you know. PBS has those, yeah. that's the train that goes by in the beginning. Yes, we should. <laughs> Some rail to, that's sponsored. To, to pinpoint Sunita and to also compliment uh, Doc, uh, you both do great uh, work. And again, you just love everybody. So you, 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 you kind of try not to take sides. Yeah. And again, I appreciate you both for doing more Utopia. We need more hangouts and less geeky stuff. Yeah, thank you, man. Yeah, thank you so much for the kind words. He can't keep the Monero space for himself. Sweden, Sweden the Monero space. Yeah. Or the Switzerland, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I so I guess... I think uh, we're good. We can wrap yeah, it up, let's, right? Let's, yeah, because it's, it's very like, hot. Yeah, it's super We hot. have no AC again, guys. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And it's well, not. We have There's it a in, heat wave. in the bedroom. Well, yeah, but uh, not uh, out in the living room uh, where we're located. This, this apartment is an interesting place. <laughs> it, okay, we're not going into yeah. detail. Anywho's, <laughs> let's uh, call it a night. All right, guys. Yeah, any thank any you. last words? Yeah, any last Rotten, words? Anything? Yeah. No, I'm good. Uh, oh, thanks for good. having me on. <laughs> thanks um, for joining us. Cheerios, my friend. Take care. Take it easy. Thank you, man. And you too. Take care. Thank you guys for joining Ciao, in. Ciao, Monero. No, Make I'm sure fi to... finally looking into the, the camera. Yeah, I know. You're never seconds. looking at the camera. He's always looking at the screen. <laughs> All right. Ciao. All right, guys. Bye, -bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. We release new episodes every week. You can find and subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Go to monerotalk.live slash subscribe for a full list of places where you can watch and listen. If you want to interact with us, guests, or other podcast listeners, you can follow us on Twitter. And please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps people find the show, and we are always happy to read them. So thanks so much, and we look forward to being back next week.